Welcome to E-Society Podcast. Hey, hey, what's up? This is Asu back again. E-Society Podcast. We talk TV, movies, comics, collecting, sports, and everything entertainment. And this is episode 303. Today we'll be talking about TV, including Tracker and Greatest Night and Pop. Movies including Argyle and ISS. And as always, the week in sports, the week in Funko, and collecting weekly Star Wars moment in our weekly random movie and song recommendations. But before I go any further, it's the news! What's up, everyone? Uh, we're going to kick it off with sports, because the other day was uh, the big Sunday, I guess. But I didn't care, could care less about these two teams, but uh, I love football, so of course we're going to watch it. Well, you, if you had to pick one, which way would it have been? If you had I was to pick ro- one, I was rooting for the 49ers because both teams are racist. Um, the Chiefs, <laughs> I just couldn't do it. Patrick Mahomes, awesome. Taylor Swift, awesome. Uh, her man, awesome. <laughs> the brother, uh, awesome. Uh, <laughs> I did like the uh, end racism. Uh, in the Chiefs end zone, uh, for those of you that caught it, <laughs> yeah. One of my friends is a Chiefs fan. He was like, "What are you talking about? What are you talking about?" I said, "You didn't see it." And then I showed him. He was like, "Oh man, oh, shut up, change the name, <laughs> shut the hell up." Um, but uh, the game was boring for a while. At least the first half, I was like, "Come on, something happened." Yeah, the best uh, part was the ads during that part for sure. Yeah, they must have shoved blue all their load and all the good ones in the beginning because after halftime it was just Yeah, which eh. worked out because the game got better then. So at least we had good ads in the first half when it was slow. So it worked. Yeah, we got Deadpool and Twisters and um I'm surprised we didn't get a Ghostbusters. Hey, oh, that looks terrible. Was it Kingdom of the Apes yeah. or whatever? I actually, I got a, a question for you because I'm serious. I, I'm i sure if I, I was told or I saw a few things I'd remember. Off the top of your head, can you tell me what happened in the last ape, Apes film? War for the Off Planet the of the Apes? Head? There was yeah. no war, I can tell you that. Um, it was just a lot of talking and the... And the um, <laughs> It was just a lot of talking. Yeah, there was nothing happening. I mean, they had that big attack at the end, but I was expecting a big giant war through the whole movie. And I was just like, ah, when the humans were uh, slowly starting to get stupid with whatever this brain disease or whatever that's going around. Uh, that's I can gonna barely bro- remember what what it ha- happened at all. That's how that one was garbage. That's why I didn't like it. Is that the last Caesar one, or was he already gone? No, he was in that one. Okay, but he he didn't make it out of that one, right? Or did he? I I don't remember. He's not in this next one. 
I th- he looks like he is. That's what I'm saying, but I don't know if that's son of Caesar. Um, I don't even remember how that ended. Um, Me either, barely. I think there was a one-on-one fight, and I don't know if Caesar survived it. Proximus I think there was Caesar. a one-on-one fight. Um, I'm looking at names. I don't see what's his name on here played Caesar. Um, there's a Proximus Caesar played by um Kevin Durand. He was uh. What was that guy? Um, Fred Dukes in X Men. He was um, what was the guy that was tearing the hell out of Deadpool? Uh, Juggernaut. Oh right. <laughs> yeah. Was that who he was in? Was he Juggernaut in the Wolverine? I think he was. Let me. Fred Dukes. Um, or am I getting him confused with someone else? Anyway, he was in that. Um, but I don't know, man. I mean, I don't. I I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I just remember being bored out of my mind because we yeah. all went and saw it. It was me, you, and Joel. And right. I remember being just blown away because we were kind of sitting kind of close in the theater on how awesome the graphics for the the apes looked. But it was just like, come on. I mean. Don't call it war for the planet of the apes with no war. Uh, I was just yeah. like, not very uh, memorable. I can tell you that because I was seeing the preview for the new one today in the theater, and I honestly was trying to think to myself, what happened at the end of the last one? I was like, I'm like I said, I'm kind of picturing. I think it was a one-on-one battle, Caesar and another ape, and I don't know. I don't think caesar made it or like he beat the other one and then he died anyway from wounds or something i i'm not even sure if that's right i can't i can't remember <laughs> i don't i don't remember it was, i just remember being like this is lame um yeah. let me see uh the second one was a dawn of the planet of the apes that one was my favorite one but i did like uh was a rise of the planet of the apes that one was cool but uh, what's Rise of the back. Dawn of the War of the Planet of the Apes of the Kingdom yeah. of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, okay. In the aftermath, the apes leave the facility and journey to the Oasis. As the apes and Nova arrive at the Oasis, Maurice discovers Caesar's wound and promises that Cornelius will will know who Caesar is and what he did for the apes. With the apes safe in their new home, Caesar peacefully passes away okay okay there you go i kind of remember that now um but there wasn't a lot going on in this one um i'll have to rewatch it maybe my i only seen it that one time and i didn't care for it so i never i never went back to it again so right who knows maybe i'll have to do a a rewatch and and see what it is well i'm gonna obviously have to do a rewatch before this new one comes out right so but yeah, I'm, on the uh, other one, the other big one, Deadpool. Obviously, that's what I was most excited for, and uh, they didn't make us wait long. It was very early. It was right at the start of the game that they let it go. But on TV, at least, um, it was just a few clips, and it was like trailer now online. So you had to go watch. That's what they did with most of them. Uh, they did that with Twisters. Was also, that the full but... trailer, or was this the teaser? Because someone was, oh, it's just a teaser. I'm like, yeah, I'd say it's just a teaser. 
honestly. Um, Cause yeah, I mean, it's the, the, the film's called Deadpool and Wolverine and Wolverine's not even really in it. You see the back of him. Uh, if you know, the comics is Pat. Is that him? Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Isn't that his brother? It's patch. Yeah. And then, um, at the end, he's like, help me up. And you see his shadow unleash the claws, but otherwise he's not in it. The other things of note in it though, um, TVA, that's interesting. Like the in route for Deadpool is the TVA and the lead guy at the TVA, that dude's from uh, succession, Tom Wozgans from succession. Well, that's his character's name in succession. Um, but one thing that had a lot of people hyped, uh, fans of the OG uh, X-Men movies, uh, Pyro is back, and it's the same actor. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> you see him? Um, Yeah, Professor X's sister, she's in it, I think. Was that her that they showed? I, yeah, I think so. But yeah, Pyro, that's, that's cool. I don't even... Has that guy even done any other acting since? If he has, like... I, I remember him like he stands out as Pyro, but I don't remember him from anything else. Do you? He was in uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Okay. Um, Which one was that that he was in? X-Men? He was in a couple uh, of them. Was he in the second one or was he in the, the first class and all those ones? I think he, yeah, it was the, the, the first set. The not first class. The um, was he in the first movie? Like X two, I think he might have. Oh yeah, he was, wasn't he? Because of the rivalry with uh, Iceman, remember? Um, no. <laughs> I just watched, uh, rewatched, uh, or well, the beginning, uh, X Men or X two when uh, Nightcrawler uh, went into the White House. Yeah. Um. You know what, what I've been the... seeing a clip go around? It's actually crazy that it happened. Um, when they were filming the original X-Men, X-Men, um, the scene towards the end when Gene, Storm, and Cyclops run in, some they had somebody dressed up in a Spider-Man outfit run in behind them as like a joke. But like it's on film and like I've seen it making the rounds every once in a while. I don't think it was in the first one. I think it came later. Um, Let's see. Has has a, if he was in he wasn't in the first X Men. Was he in the third one? He's definitely in the second one. Didn't they kill him in the third one? Aaron Stanford, Pyro. Let's see his filmography. I just remember him in the Hills Have Eyes. So, yeah, X2 2003. Yeah, it doesn't look like he was in the first X-Men, like I thought. But he was in X-Men The Last Stand also. So he was in those two. I know I've seen him in something else. Um, He's in Fear the Walking Dead as Jim Brower. That must have been later. I don't remember. He was in Westworld as Peter Myers. Three episodes. Wasn't in the first season. I don't remember that. Anyways, hmm. it was good to see him. <laughs> oh, my well. pretty memorable from, from X2. 
I don't even remember him as that. Um, and then also people, I think they're wrong, but people are saying the mask guy looks like Dr. Doom. I kind of highly Doom. doubt it. No. I kind of highly doubt it. Uh, even though in the final scene, there's a copy of the 2015 version of Secret Wars in the dirt near uh, Deadpool. And in that one, it's uh, Doctor Doom and the Beyonder is in on the cover of that issue. So. Well, it ain't Doctor Doom that's in this, but who knows? Maybe they could sometimes they put things in trailers that are never in the movie. Right. So, right. I mean, that could, it could be, oh, well, let's just throw this in and get everyone talking. And then when the movie comes out, maybe they'll throw in Dr. Doom. I don't know. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. But you can also see from the set photo leaks, it's in the trailer, the 20th Century Fox logo. They're fighting right, right by it. It's all busted up. Yeah, they showed that a long time ago. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to know where the TVA comes into play. With all of this, yeah, very interesting. Is very this is this how he's gonna get all over the place and all these different timelines and start killing everyone? I guess. And yeah, it was interesting. Like you see scenes from all the different movies, like the start of Age of Ultron is in the trailer with the Avengers. So, I mean, they're but showing yeah, all. He of calls them, himself when the Messiah and uh, Marvel Jesus. <laughs> So we'll see what's uh when does this come out? Uh what is it? I think it's right after Comic Con. So that's <sighs> kind of interesting. It's still a while. It's uh yeah, July twenty sixth. So yeah, it's after Comic Con. I don't think they hype it that much there. So wait until yeah. They no, it does, just because that, it's right about to come out. It'll it, they have to do something there for it because what D twenty three is what in August. Yeah. And so, that's, so that's after. Yeah. So, so. Out, yeah. Maybe they'll do something small like Comic Con and then do something big at D twenty three. And any people that are running that show, if you guys want to let us in, you don't have to pay us. Up. You don't have to pay us. You don't have to get us hotel rooms. We got somewhere to stay. Just get us in. We can yes. stay at Mike's house. We can stay at Mike's house. We just we just need three badges. Right. One from one from Mike, <laughs> so, so we can at least come with us so we can stay at his sure. house. Oh, yep. but um, yeah, the opening though that was cool. How we got to see, even if they're not in a lot, at least they gave the shout out to. The first two Deadpool films, you got all the people, the blind woman he lives with, and the girl, and the cab driver, and Colossus, and teenage nigga Warhead, and her girlfriend. So Where's the kid cool with the prison wallet? How come he's not in it? Right. <laughs> um, that was funny, too, how right away they were like, they went with the, the R-rated stuff. To show that's the way they're going. And he even said it. Like whoa whoa whoa. Like. I know what like pegging is. But Disney's new to this. Yeah that. That was what just those main three trailers. 
Deadpool's probably yeah. the biggest one, and Twister is one of my but my buddy was going off. He was like, "Oh my god, it's gonna be awesome!" I'm 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 gonna watch it. I love. Of the course, we'll Twister. see it, but I I'm just I like, love really? the original Twister. This one is interesting in that I heard it's like you were asking, like, is it a sequel? Or is it a remake? I think it's the same universe, but there's little to no connection to the original film. The only thing I saw in the trailer was they had those little bulb things that they send up into the tornado. That's the thing. It says Dorothy on the side of the little container that they're all in. Right. So is this is either a remake, which it looks like to me, but I don't know. No, I don't think it's a remake. No, it's, it's, I don't, I think they don't think they said it's a remake. I think it's the same universe, but there's little to no connection. It would have to be. Because who did the, what's his name? Uh, Bill Paxton's character and Laura Dern, not Laura Dern, uh, Helen Hunt. They were the ones that came up with the idea for Dorothy. And uh, what's his nuts? Um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights, he's the one that stole the, their idea. Because remember, they were partners? Right. Before? Yeah, it says right here, this is a standalone sequel to Twister, 1996. According to reports, the t- story will be entirely new and updated to today's methods and techniques of tornado hunting. No character from the original Twister will return in this movie. Dorothy did. That was a character. That was like the main character in that <laughs> film. <laughs> so what? Right. Uh, I'm, I'm going to see it. I love Twister. I just recently watched it. Um. It comes out uh, so right the, after Comic Con, right? The nineteenth. Yeah, it'll yeah. be. Isn't Comic Con the? Hmm. When is, is Comic Con? Is it the? That's the 19th, last 14th, week. Fifteenth? Or no, no, it's like the twenty fourth, twenty fifth, twenty sixth, and twenty seventh. Twenty fourth to the twenty eighth. Oh, so that is Deadpool opening weekend. Maybe that's why they did it. Hmm. Maybe that's the they wanted to line it up with uh, Comic Con. So yeah, the and then the week before is Twisters. So let me make sure on those dates. Yeah, July July twenty fifth to the twenty eighth is Comic Con. Okay, yeah. So we'll be there when Deadpool comes out. I hope they have some like special, like. Fan screening of it, not just regular all those, theaters. All those theaters closed <laughs> around there. Around Rem- Gaslamp? Yeah. That one where we saw, um, what was it? What was it Simon Pegg movie? World's End? That closed? Yeah. That closed? The one at the mall closed? No, 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 no. The one at the mall was still open, because that's where I saw Ghostbusters. Uh, the, the one with the chicks. Um... But the the gas lamp one that they shut that one down because the my friend was telling me oh no the even the last time I was there that I went was that 2019 or whenever it was I went to the one right before the world shut down so it was the 19 the 2019 I was at that one that theater was closed so I was like well where are they showing movies at and then when I guess when they did uh, pray. That one year when that one came out, it was somewhere they had to bus everybody to the theater, wherever it was. Because my friend was like, "Yeah, man, we thought it was gonna be at a theater huh. around there." He goes, "Well, no, we had, they picked us up in buses and took them to some theater somewhere else." 
damn, from what I'm seeing, like, I think you're right. Like, I'm not seeing any, at least on maps, nothing's popping up. Like, the theaters that are popping up, they're, like, actual, like, play theaters. Civic Theater, Balboa Theater. Cause like, I, that's not movie theaters. Because where we saw um, District 9 and... Oh, no, we were Damn, there. what happened to the gas lamp? We were there too late <laughs> for um, Tropic Thunder. We were like 24 hours too late. Remember? I we do. Were gonna go to, <laughs> we were going to go to that, but it was the night before. Yeah, because we like got thrown off. We thought they meant the day, but it was at midnight, yeah. which meant it was the previous midnight. <laughs> I think it was like Friday night or Thursday night. We showed up like Friday night. <laughs> right. We were, we, we were like, where is everybody? Yeah, we were <laughs> we were twenty four hours too late. But what's uh, this Arnold what's this Arnold one? The the State Farm. They said go to the website to watch the movie. Is there it's, a movie it's there? Just an ex, it's an extended commercial. It's just an extended commercial. Oh, it's not a movie movie? No, no. <laughs> and it's the they reunited uh DeVito twins with Schwarzenegger. I like the trailer. I mean, what they had or the the commercial <laughs> was hella funny. I think oh. maybe the best one, the best regular ad to me was the Dunkin' Donuts commercial. Like, they got everybody for that. Affleck, Brady, Damon, Jack Harlow, Fat Joe, Jennifer Lopez. I was, was like, wow. Right. I, was, I was impressed. And supposedly <laughs> they did... Um, they did like a special menu. I don't have a Duncan around here, but they're doing like a special menu based around it. And then day after the Super Bowl, they put the track suits, the Affleck and team wore online and they sold out in like minutes. The funniest commercial to me was that T-Mobile one with um, the guys from Scrubs and Aquaman. Oh, that one, right. that one was hella funny. That was the only one that like made me laugh hella loud. Out loud. <laughs> Renee was like, what are you laughing at? I said, this commercial. <laughs> That's what it was hella right. funny. I mean, I've seen the, 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 I don't know the black guy's name from uh, Scrubs, but he's the guy who's in Clueless and a bunch of other movies. Donald Faison. What? That's the name that was in my head. What have, I mean, other than Donald Faison, what has the other guy done since Scrubs? Did he ever get a, another show or movies? or? Yeah, he did like movies. He directed movies i know he did uh it's it's not new it's like back like right after scrubs but he did that uh garden state with uh natalie portman that was a long time ago <laughs> that was after that was after scrubs that was after scrubs they even got jennifer what's her nuts from flash dance to be in that commercial and Feeling. i was like damn that she did just not age jennifer beals <laughs> i think that's her name yeah. And when she popped up in there, I was like, whoa. And that one commercial was funny. The Doritos, whatever, with uh what's her name? Jenna Jenna Ortega. She was in it and Oh she's like, the like the Doritos. Yeah. Granny Chase Down. I I can't pronounce the name of these chips or whatever it is. You know Mita? I don't know, whatever it was, but I don't eat those. I just eat regular Doritos. I don't need to have all these crazy flavors, but 
<laughs> um, that one was funny. I just wish what's her name was in it more. She was hardly in it. So, and yeah, then uh, the all state one. Mind for me. The all state one was funny. The T Mobile one was funny. Um, I'm just kind of going through the the list on what was on here. Um, oh, uh, that one with Christopher Walken was funny. It was. Oh funny. yeah, Walken. Yep. Was it for? Um, the Walken Challenge. But what was it for, though? I don't. I don't know. Here, some, let me pull up uh, some hotel thing. They pull up hype beast because I saw they did a. Um, oh no! It was for a car. It was a that BMW electric, BMW five series something something. Okay, here's the best Super Bowl commercials according to Hype Beast. Uh, BMW talking like walking. That's that one. Starry featuring Ice Spice. Duncan. The Dunk Kings featuring Ben Affleck. Don't forget Uber Eats. Eh. I don't even remember that one. Verizon Can't Be Broken with Beyonce. That was pretty good with uh, Tony Hale. I kind of remember. I remember it was for the one that tripped me out was the one with the AI babies. Right. Oh, that one. Oreo I, I, twist I can, on I, it. I can agree, man. That it, those those little things looked real, <laughs> and they don't. I I get. I mean, I was all. We were both all for the actors of like not nah, against all that, but yeah, man. If that's what they can do, I mean, I'm sure at some point there's gonna be an AI movie with just all that for us to see and just. Some kind of computer-generated voice. It won't be uh, a big actor or anything. I mean, I, at some point, someone's going to do it. Although, who knows? They probably already do it, and then just not even letting anyone know. But I was blown away about that. I don't even remember what the commercial was for. I was too busy looking at, like, damn, those little babies look real. So, but is it uh, a, the uh, E Trade or something? I don't, I don't remember. Okay, Oreo. Yeah, you know that one. Nope. Uh, Paramount Plus, Josh Allen and Peppa Pig. Nope. Uh, Michelob Ultra featuring Messi. Who's that? The uh, famous football soccer player. Mm, nope. Oh, I did like that one. It was a phone. Uh, I don't know what kind of phone it was. Uh, when that guy was partially blind. And he was able to take pictures with his phone because the phone. Okay, there's three people in the in the picture, in the frame now. So he was able to hear and take the picture because they, they were showing uh, how he sees everything. He could see you could see the colors and images, but everything looks blurry. So. But he was able to at least point the camera that direction. And then they go, okay, there's three people in the frame. And then they'd be able to snap the picture. Mm. I thought that I was, don't that remember was a that cool one. Commercial. That was a cool commercial. It was kind of sad, though. But, hey, man, at least technology is is awesome. I mean, especially for, for people that can't see or can't hear. So that, I thought that was a cool commercial. What did you say, DoorDash? Was that one? 
Yeah, the one where they forgot everything. Like uh, Jennifer Aniston forgot uh, her friend's co-star, Schwimmer. No, I don't remember that one. Let's remember, what's his name? The Chow, Mr. Chow from for the Popeyes commercial about yeah. wings. I don't go to Popeyes for wings. I go there for just it's the regular chicken. They, they uh, just started not. doing it. I'm not going there for wings. I mean, I'm going there for the chicken. That's like my favorite thing. I don't even eat. Well, I eat the chicken. I eat the biscuits. I, I if there's mashed potatoes or whatever thrown in, cool, I'll eat it. But when I go there, all I want is the chicken. They so, just started wings, though. Maybe you would like it. I'm good. I'm going there just for the regular chicken. I don't eat I, that chicken sandwich that people were killing each other for. I didn't. That just looked like a regular chicken sandwich. I didn't. I didn't care for it. Renee had it. She said it was all right. Um, that one commercial was funny. The um. What was it? Uh, the Reese's piece or the Reese's caramel cups or whatever. That one. Yeah, that's funny. Like ready to be outraged, but then they cheer. Then they're outraged. Yeah. Then they cheer. <laughs> Reese's caramel big cup. Yeah. I uh, I just I don't even care for the regular ones. Renee, that's like her favorite. I'm like, yeah, I'm good. But the commercial, well, the commercial was funny. I thought the uh, that Uber Eats one. It was also right after halftime. With uh, they called me U S H E R R A Y M O N D, and he was whatever he had just performed the halftime, and in the ad he was like, because it was like, oh, you forget things, and he's like, someday I gotta play the Super Bowl. I didn't even care for the halftime show. I was just on my phone. I was like, That's, eh. "Don't don't make the people mad." People are calling it one of the best ever. Not even close. People don't make people mad. I don't care, man. I, it was. I don't <laughs> like Usher. First of all, the only song I knew was the one at the end. The do 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 do. That's yeah, the only one yeah, I knew. But I could yeah. care less. Terrible actor. Um, he could sing. I can give him that, and he could dance. Awesome, but everyone just ripping off Michael Jackson. Um, uh, I just, uh, I, I just didn't care for it. Well, when Luda popped in there, I was like, oh yeah, and then he was only on there for like a second. But oh, no, yeah. the best, the yeah. best performance was Prince. And I said her, and you're like, who? I was like, you don't know her. I don't, I don't <laughs> listen to any of that. Renee knew who we she were was. Just, we were just talking about her from the I know. Yeah. But Renee and was you're the like, one, I don't know her. I don't know. Well, Renee was the one that that's that one. I went, oh, okay. But I was like, eh, whatever. Next. Get back to the game. <laughs> oh, I, I was like, oh, man, did you see that girl fall off the pool? I didn't, but I saw some guy get like thrown up way in the sky. And I don't think he was like a regular part of the show. It was like a like a fan group thing. Like people that got invited to watch, and he but he got like thrown way up in the sky. <laughs> Damn. No, I mean she didn't like fall hard. I'm sure it hurt, but it was like right in the frame. I can't remember who was singing and dancing. I guess it was Usher. She was off to the left if you're watching it, 
and um, she was on one of those poles, and I guess like lost her grip with her leg and just went doof, straight down. They didn't show her hit. You just saw her just disappear straight to the ground, and whoever was on the other side was still hanging there. So, but oh. I, I noticed that right. Out. I was like, "Ooh, damn!" So, and then I saw some uh, videos and TikToks about it, and everyone, everyone was like, "Oh, did you notice this?" I, I caught it when it happened, but I was like, "Oh, well, I assumed she was all right because." There wasn't anyone laying there on the ground, so. But I'm just not a Nusher fan. I I didn't care for it. I was like, this is all you can get without all this new talent that's out there. You got to go get somebody that that's. Uh, now I'm not saying it has been or anything. I mean, he still sells out his shows and everything. But I was just like, man, next. Give me he somebody. Because he had a new. Vegas residency. That's why. Because like, yeah, he's all his songs are from like the '90s and the early 2000s. That's the ones I know. I know Confessions and My Boo, and that's the one he did with Alicia Keys. Also, people were freaking about out about that because he like held her from behind, uh, but she's married. And interestingly, um, he did you know he literally got married? He he did halftime, and then he got married. Usher. I don't. I can. I don't care. <laughs> so, but. <laughs> He was just hugging her. He can't do that. And everyone's going to flip out. Yeah, everybody's flipping out. Also, people said uh, Ludacris. He he looked like he was dressed like... Um, what's his name from Dodgeball? Dodgeball. Um, yeah. Ben what's Stiller. his name? Ben Stiller, yeah. Cobra, uh, one of the Cobra guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Usher, everyone. He's nah, not my cup of tea. I'm out of rather they call I, me U.S. H-E-R. I'd rather have boys <laughs> to men up there or somebody, but the best halftime performance was Prince, hands down. Nobody ever beat him. Um, but I did like that that he was actually <laughs> singing live because well, when they let the Chili's do it, they they said t- they said they wouldn't let him play live. They had to it had to be a recording. They tried oh, okay. to they tried to throw the oh well just because of, of this this and that. I knew that was bullshit. Because everyone else after them, they let do it live. I was like, remember yeah. a couple of years ago when uh, they had Dre, Eminem, Snoop, and it was funny. Like the things came out, and people were like, "Man, finally they got somebody cool and young and hip. Like, not somebody like whatever old, like the Rolling Stones." And it was like, obviously, yeah. Like now, like yeah, we are the older. Generation where <laughs> Snoop and, and Eminem and Dre, that is like what it used to be. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they're old. <laughs> right. Eminem, Eminem's like the youngest <laughs> one out of all of them, but that was still a while ago. Um, right. It was cool. <laughs> I thought it was awesome, but I mean, there's so much new talent out there. There's a, a lot of big stars now. I mean, they could have threw someone out there, but I've noticed that a lot of these performances are, are the, the the artists that are, have like more upbeat dance songs, and so they can have this big dance number and everything on on the on the field. But yeah, you were asking me about the weekend. That was uh, Super Bowl 2021, so that was still during uh, height of 
protect yourself and virus and social distancing and whatnot. So it, like he it was just him, and interestingly, like all he had a bunch of people like dancing with him, but they were all like everybody was in, far like, away. Full mask. No, they were all yeah. in like full headgear masks. Like they were, so they were all like protected in that way. So uh, it was definitely like a unique one and it's it was one of the rare like it was just him like there was no other, other artists, artists in there. that brought out and like it's a normal thing for for super bowl to be surprised like who's gonna come out everybody thought um the big one was gonna be justin bieber was gonna come out and do because i guess they have a song together uh Beaver and Usher, that's real popular. And I guess supposedly Usher asked, and Beaver turned him down. Isn't he going through some kind of health issues? I don't Remember? know. I thought he was at the game, though. I thought oh, I, I don't know. things. He was there at the Super Bowl, which I was like. He Remember he had that thing, that thing with his eye? Hmm. It was like, you never seen that? No. It was like one eye was looking the other way. I mean, I can't remember what it was. It was like one eye, because they were talking to him one time. One eye was just blinking and blinking, and the other one wasn't. And then, I don't know, it was some kind of, I don't. I think it was some kind of nerve thing. And they said it was, yeah, it was throwing off his equilibrium or whatever. So he had to take a break from everything. So I wasn't sure. I never heard anything else after that. Yeah, look up Justin Bieber's eye, dude. It, it was... I was like, whoa, what's happening? Um, I don't know. People were saying, oh, he had a stroke. or I don't know. I don't know what happened to him, but there was something wrong with, with his eye. And, huh. it, and, it, and it was it was throwing everything off for him. So oh, there was, okay. he was taking a break from it all. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that's maybe that's part of it. Yeah. So I don't know I, I, if he was there. Cool. But, uh, yeah, I remember that. That was a big thing that happened to him. Right. Um, but. Uh, yeah, we got those little Korean guys to get up there and hoot and holler. Um, what are they called? BTS. Oh yeah, behind the scenes. Could have got them up there and had something. That would have drove everybody nuts. Oh yeah. No, I'm no. surprised Taylor didn't jump out there. <laughs> yeah, you have to get her though when she's not focused on the game. She, she could have ran out the there game. and just. Did a verse from something or whatever, or just danced around like everyone? Because everyone else just came out, did something real fast. All the guests, right? That's true. Nobody, That's true. Nobody was up there forever, other than no. Usher. I mean, yeah. even Alicia Keys. I mean, I figured she was gonna be out there a little bit longer. No, like, just every, did every, my boo. Her just did the one guitar solo part. Will I Am was out there for just a second. Jermaine Dupri was out there for just a second. Little John was out there for just a second, and well, he stayed for all a yeah, and then uh, Luda did his verse, and that was that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, she could have came out, and did something. I mean, she didn't just sing; she could have did a little backup, and just I don't know. I mean, she could. She had a Swift in the uh, Kelsey box, family box they were in. She also had a. A new performer that I'm not familiar with, but Ice Spice, who was in a commercial too, uh, the Starry ad, Ice Spice uh, was hanging out with uh, Taylor Swift all that game. And I don't know if you saw the, um, there was also uh, 
thing going around uh, when because uh, when they first got in the box, the cameras, of course, caught him and Jason gave uh, Taylor a hug. And then he 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 was meeting Ice Spice for the first time and he like just shook her hand and it became like a meme thing where like people were like, uh, oh, ice and spice. That's the way I like my margaritas. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I said, it's a new artist I'm not familiar with either. But uh, yeah, yeah, but there was all but, kinds of uh, jokes about what what he was saying. <laughs> Yeah, and then all those MAGA nuts abandoning the NFL and banning the football and hating the Chiefs because Taylor Swift is is ruining it for them. I'm like, they won the Super Bowl. What do you mean they're ruining it for them? (laughs) Turns out this was like the most watched thing ever. The most watched thing since the freaking moon landing in 1969. This is the most watched thing ever <laughs> since 1969 the movie they said they had they so. had little uh, swifties watching their first super bowl because she was there right I'm and like, really? honest and i i saw the count she was uh technically only on screen in this includes the in celebration too only 54 seconds she was on screen <laughs> they showed her a lot though i mean they every showed her a lot but could. only added up to 54 seconds <laughs> they didn't care look how long look at one kid it was the end of uh the eternals yeah which was, was the back to the theater so yeah, it was yeah the same amount of time <laughs> yeah that was so crazy too because like i was in the theater with people who sat through like a two and a half hour movie just for that 50 seconds <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was listening to um, Michael Rosenbaum's Inside of You podcast, and Kamal Nanjani was on there, and he's a comedian. He's going back to doing stand-up, uh, that movie Big Sick, and then when he started doing other things, uh, being on Obi-Wan and stuff like that, and when he did Eternals, uh, he thought it was going to be this big, huge marvel movie so he he was all super duper excited and i guess while they were on their press tour while the movie was out they kept reading he kept reading all the reviews on how much everyone hated it and everything and it was starting to bother him i don't know about the rest of the actors but he was kind of like man this was supposed to be a big something big and huge for me and now everyone's making making fun of it and all that I liked it. I thought I it was cool. I liked it too. And they say it's not over. They're not going to abandon the story. I, I hope not. I mean, they got to, man. I thought uh, Kamal was he was my favorite character. And he was his supposed little... to return. He was supposed to return in Moon Knight, but they didn't. They decided not to do any connection. Good. Um, his uh, valet. He was awesome. Whatever his name was, I don't remember. Um. I I liked the movie. I was I don't I did go in, I don't go in there uh, going ah this I, I didn't I don't know much of those characters because Eternals was a a book or book stories that I just eh I didn't care for 
So I just didn't read them. I mean, so, but going in there to see these movies, I was like, yeah, cool. I mean, that was the same thing with Inhumans. I didn't care. I didn't know who they were really. Um, I liked it, but everyone else in the, in the, <laughs> in the world hated it. Uh, I'm glad that it's on uh, Touch It Again. I can't but... believe that's still on there, but they took away Willow. <laughs> it shows you what's good and what isn't. <laughs> so I don't know. Uh, maybe something's different between Marvel and just regular Disney stuff. So, but yeah, he was kind of bummed out about how that movie. It's so weird how they just out. like erased Willow from existence. Like they're pretending like it never existed. Well, I don't know. You're not gonna be there. Uh, what's his name's gonna be at a uh, Texas Frightmare? Uh, Oric. Um, Oric Davis. Leprechaun, yeah, he's gonna be there. I doubt I'll be able to get close to him. I'm sure his line is gonna be nuts. So, but if yeah, I ever if get you a do, chance, ask him. Ask him about. Uh, <laughs> I was like, what happened? Uh, he'll ask me, did you watch it? I'll go, yeah, I saw it. No, he might bust me out. But which was your favorite episode? Uh, <laughs> I watched the first. I only like watched the like first there was episode. Be more. I watched the first <laughs> episode and that was it. If he has a panel, I'll go. Then that'll give you a chance to. Ask a question. I'm sure somebody will. So yeah. Well, yeah. Obviously, spoiler alert for something you can't even watch now unless you have the Blu-ray like me. Um, they left it wide open. Like there's supposed to be more. Like it's supposed to continue, and obviously it's not going to, which is like pretty sad. I mean, I guess technically Disney could sell it like that happens like shows pop up somewhere else you know like netflix or something you know or amazon let me see what was that guy's name if you go to um did he have it on here i don't remember who i sent you to Um, what's crazy too is like it has like a loyal following like people that still i see online posting about bring back willow save willow renew willow and ain't coming back if they yanked it mm-mm. um hmm. i don't see it on this guy's page i can't remember who i sent you to when you got it I don't have it in front of me. Uh, Jade has it, so I let her use it. But um, they use black and white, if that helps, on their little flyer that came with it. They use black and white. Let me see. I know I sent it to you. Is it this one? Yeah, go to... um... Mod Media Archives. You sent um, me, I think here it is. You sent me to Sloppy Second Sales. Oh, that's who? I, okay, I found it on the other one. Okay, yeah. Sloppy, either Mod whatever I just said or Sloppy Second Sales what was the, on Instagram. What was the other one? Because maybe um, I'll get it from them too. Uh, Mod Pizza? No. <laughs> Have you ever had that? Yeah. We have one here. Yeah. I had the one in Reno. I never tried it. Um, 
It's Mod Media Archives. Um, I sent you. I sent you that one, the Willow one. So I had to look at my messages. So we'll go to. Um, well, I guess we got a billion messages here, and I'll send it again, so you don't have to search for it. <laughs> so, um, all right, I just sent it to you again, so you should be able to. Yeah, he's got it there, and then you can see who's who's better. Because I want to get um, tougher than le- leather from that guy. <laughs> so I think it was uh, twenty-five for his. So. We shall see. So let me know which one uh, looks good. Yeah. But the one, the one you had, it looked, it looked good. Yeah. Solid. Nice. This one looks looks cool as far as the cover. I'd get it just for that for somebody else doing a different one. I don't see oh. uh, like a link to their site though or anything. No, you it you got to um, message him. Oh. That guy, I've got two things from him, and they're—he's pretty good about it. I got Gleam in the Cube, and I think that movie Kids. No, 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 wait. I got—is this? Yeah, I got Kids from um, Sloppy Seconds. I got. Uh, Okay, that yeah, that was a website. Um, but no, but that that dude, the one, the the one I just sent you, uh, he's good about it, so you don't have to worry. How he does it is through PayPal. See, send him, um, send him a message first, then he'll send you his PayPal info, and then you just go that way. So, yeah, I've got, I've got, I've got some stuff from him. So yeah, he's pretty legit. So you're not gonna worry about it. Um, where is my gleam in the cube? Oh, it's right, right here. Me. Cover's awesome. The disc is pretty good. He also does some inside uh, graphics. So, um, clean enough, clear. I don't know where he got the, the copy from either from the the DVD release, or maybe he just burned it off of uh, streaming or something. Because this is movie, this movie streaming places, but I wanted the actual Blu-ray because it's not they didn't have it. It's not really um, available on Blu-ray. Um, but I had um, you know, he was one of the stunt doubles in it. His name is Mike Vallely. He uh, he signed this for me. I, I went to go see a Black Flag. And I showed him this. He went, oh. He goes, oh, I didn't even know this was on Blu-ray. I said, well, I got it from other means. He went, oh, okay. And he just signed it. So, but <laughs> um, it looks good. Yeah, man. Try them. I mean, it's either good or it's not good. But the one I got, yeah, it's pretty good. So, because I, yeah, again, I want to get tougher than leather and a couple other ones from him. Uh, Can't buy me love and um, blood in, blood out. That's not on Blu-ray. But I see that he's. He's doing it. I don't know. There's a 4K copy of uh, Blood In, Blood Out on YouTube, and it looks hella good because that movie's been uploaded a few times on YouTube. Now, I, I watched the ones that were even crappy looking, but whoever did the 4K one, man, it looks hella good. I'm like, then why can't this come out on Blu-ray? 
but I don't know. So, but he said his ver. I said which. I said it the unrated version. He said yeah. And I said he goes it's a a good copy. He said it was a 4K scan. I'm like, mm, all right. So I don't know. I'm gonna get it. It either is or it isn't. So, but right. All right, everyone. Yeah, Super Bowl, Kansas City Chiefs, back to back Super Bowls. Uh, it was Did close go to overtime. I mean, it, it was right down to the wire. Uh, both teams got to have the ball in overtime, and uh, yeah, did you KC hear that? Just got the touchdown. So. Did you hear that some of the 49er players didn't know nothing about this new overtime rule? Yeah, and I get it, just because it hadn't commonly come into play, like until very recently. The way it was was. It was different. It was if you kicked a field goal first, the other team got the ball. But if you scored a touchdown, game over. That's the way it was. So this is actually relatively new. So I'm not surprised that some of them didn't know because probably some of them thought it was still that way, you know? And some of these MAGA nuts, oh, we're scripted. They already know who. Shut the fuck up. (sighs) I ain't got nothing else to bitch and complain about. Fucking go drink more of the fucking piss these pieces porn for you guys fucking idiots <laughs> uh anyway um but yeah they, they the, the second half was the most exciting part and you guys know me fuck the 49ers but i wasn't gonna root for the fucking chiefs so but uh all those videos that came out afterwards i was sending them to all of my 49er fans uh my brother went quiet he he was going <laughs> off. He just he just like he he went off the grid after the 49ers. <laughs> did you see did you see uh Kelsey uh when they put the mic in front of him? First thing he did was Viva Las Vegas. Viva uh-huh. Las Vegas. Could have just did Viva! it once. <laughs> Viva Las Vegas. And then they kept cutting to Taylor and like people are saying like, oh yeah, he embarrassed her. Like he didn't embarrass her. It's fine. Yeah, he did. It was fucking stupid is what it was. And then of course he did the, you know, the chiefs, their official song is, uh, you got to fight for your right. Uh, (laughs) Oh, the BC boys. I said, you guys need to stop that shit. You guys are not from New York. So, Shut the hell up. <laughs> so uh, during the game, Kelsey yelled at the coach, and there's a perfect picture capturing the moment where Kelsey's like screaming in his ear, and uh, the coach has his like eyes closed, and it literally looks like the video. The you gotta fight for your right. What was he yelling at him for? I saw that when it happened, but I didn't know what was. He was yelling at him because whatever, like he should have went to him. He should have went to Kelsey in the red zone, and instead they didn't, and they whatever they turned the ball over. Niners got the ball. So he was like, said, "Go to me." I would have said, "Bitch, sit down, sit down, <laughs> fucker." I'm the coach. Yeah, oh. it like came out like what exactly he said. I think it just came out today. Um, Oh, he said, don't count me out. I can do this. Oh, I said, bitch, sit down. 
<laughs> uh, man, just shut up. You guys won. <laughs> so. Well, I, that was early still. I mean, that's just, I mean, you got to have respect for your coach. No matter what, well, if you don't sir. like, if you don't but, like what he's doing, he's the coach, man. He, he give two shits on what you think. At the same, on the same note, though, those guys at this point, this is their third Super Bowl win together, and whatever they're just, just basically family. Like, oh, so sit it's down. No big deal. It's no big deal. Uh, there's a there's <laughs> a respect for your coach. Yeah, and there was but a like lot I of said, still... it's like it, they're bigger than that. Oh like, fuck that! You gotta have respect. Respect your elders first of all. I don't <laughs> give a fuck, man. I mean, I there was plenty of times I was mad at my when I was playing baseball. When I was mad at my coaches, and I did not disrespect the coach. They can get well. It was different times when I was playing ball. I was when the coaches can grab you. Today, hell no, you're going to jail. <laughs> yeah. so, you could get sure, cussed sure. at. You could get cussed at by the coach and um, your family and everyone else in the stands. And your coach could sit there, smoke and drink in the dugout, <laughs> yep. butter buttermaker style. Oh, right. for those you remember, you guys know who, who he is. Shout out to Walter Matthau, who was right. one of the greatest baseball movies ever. Bad News Bad Bears. News. The original. But I did like that one with Billy Bob Thornton. He was pretty harsh in that one, too. <laughs> different times, everyone, when I grew up. Uh, yeah, teachers, no could, te- teachers could grab you and hit you. Yeah, none <laughs> of that today. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Today's generation fly. is soft, in yeah. my opinion. But, but yeah, yeah, man. Uh, also, the funny thing was, uh, I guess after um, they were out partying, obviously, and um, Taylor and Travis were like kissing, and then the camera cuts over to Jason, and he's got a luchador mask on, and he's like <laughs> pumping it out with the the whatever that that music artist that wears the head thing, Marshmallow. Was he was there? But yeah, that was awesome. Um, How you gonna make me look up? Who was this person? Who? Jason Kelsey? No. Marshmallow. Marshmallow? Yeah. So yeah, they were like he was like DJing or whatever, and Kelsey, Jason Kelsey was like in a lucha mask right next to him. (laughs) That's who that is. Yeah, I've seen this. Oh, oh, okay. So I never knew who that was. All right, learn something new every day, everyone. Yeah, and all uh, right, all right. Really Post quick. Malone. Post Malone was wearing a Cowboys jacket during the game, but after the game, uh, the the winning quarterback Patrick Mahomes, his wife Brittany Mahomes, had him change into a, a Chiefs jacket, and he said. Uh, <laughs> Just for just for tonight or something. So, <laughs> who was the DJ of the Super Bowl? Cascade. So yeah, I'm not right. familiar with. Uh, not familiar with that version. Okay, everyone. First of all, I am not a DJ at all. Uh, the DJs. That that I grew up with. Shout out to all the Bay Area DJs. Too many to mention. This is records DJs. Not talking shit about these guys that are the digital DJs, but again, it takes a good ear. My I, what I think. I don't know. I could be wrong. It takes a good ear to 
to time that all up with the flicks of the switches and whatever else they have up there. Because I'm looking at this guy's setup, and I don't know what any of that shit is. Uh, <laughs> to see mixers and all that, but I don't know. I'm used to the the two turntables and the and the mixer in the middle. But I mean, there there is in a microphone. There is some DJs that have their their laptops right there hooked up to everything. But man, I was like, I was looking at all this stuff. I'm like, wow, this is this is crazy on how much right. stuff they need to to DJ. Yeah. Um, it looks like he does have. No, this is Shaq's setup because he's a DJ, quote unquote. <laughs> Uh, he's, he's got the um those knobs i don't know what they're called i was playing with those at nam one year they're neat uh, but I, I don't have that kind of money to waste i tell you all the time that uh every time i see Shaq on tv he, he he you guys got the same vibe the same energy you can't tell Shaq from otherwise when people try to tell him it's just the energy that you bring the no nope that's nope. not right nope. big ballers that uh, big ballers you can't <laughs> tell a shit everyone <laughs> so, but yeah this guy man his setup man it's, it's wild I, I wouldn't even know here hey man go out take over i wouldn't even know what to push right. <laughs> there's so many knobs and levers and uh, i don't even know man just press play and I can hype everyone up. That's about as much as I could do. But right. yeah, even with the regular turntables and records, man, that shit's hard. I've tried. Yeah. That shit's hella um, hard. Um, one thing I didn't want to forget too. Um, I'll talk about it in a minute. The show I watched, Tracker, they played right after the Super Bowl. I just left it on. I didn't touch it, and I was like, oh, okay, fine, perfect. I'll just talk. Be able to talk about Tracker on the pod. But after Tracker. They went back to at least the the Paramount Plus covers that I was watching. It cut back to a Bay Area show where they they checked in all around the Bay Area. I think obviously they were counting on a Niners win, and they were going to have all these reporters all around the Bay, San Jose and Oakland and San Francisco, all over the place. And um, by the time, obviously, it was an hour later because a tracker. Um, almost everybody was just gone. Everybody had gone home. They had a watch party outside the Warriors arena. They have a big screen there. So they had the game there and the guy they checked in there. He had uh, found some balloons and he had them in his hand. And then there were two guys still hanging out there. (laughs) And I sent you a little bit of the clip. He he put the balloons around the microphone. So he was like sticking the balloons in these guys face <laughs> and i was like what is this tom green but yeah it was hella funny and he's like he's like yeah well, what are you guys still doing out here <laughs> oh man but yeah and then they checked in like the you know downtown san francisco like in the mission district and stuff and it was like yeah just an hour ago there was like hundreds of people out here and as you can see now and they looked in the bar and there's like three four people they're like everybody's left <laughs> everybody was butthurt <laughs> yeah 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 so <laughs> if they had won i'm sure it actually would have been pretty crazy and people yeah jumping around i, I thought they were gonna burn up the city regardless crazy. win or lose 
Look, I right. sent you a I sent you a picture. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's just too crazy too. I get it. Like I totally get it. Like, and that's the worst. Like, it'd be better for your team not to make the playoffs than to get all the way to the championship and lose. I get that, but it's like you just hurt yourself when you b- bust up your TV. Like, I feel like a lot of people do it just so they can. Oh, get put on the fake. social media and they get shared on Bleacher Report and ESPN and things like that. Like all those videos like, are fake. <laughs> I don't know how fake it is. You they really bust the TVs. No, I mean they they they're they're planned. You're not just breaking your TV. I don't care how mad you are. I know, but I'm that's what I'm saying. Like even if it's it, planned. Like, it's it's just for what a waste for for likes. <laughs> well, if you got that money to waste, I could do that. I have a TV that's in my house that I don't even watch, a big TV. If right. I wanted to do it, I could. I don't know. Restless. Say I don't like what happens at WrestleMania, and I, ah, and I throw my skateboard at the TV. Right. Will, will people believe it? Sure. Yeah. Some will, <laughs> but I'm sure all you guys listening, because I'm talking about it, are right, people right. that know me. I mean, I'm a tightwad with my money. I'm not. Gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna waste my money uh, on a TV like that. If it was like broken or something, then yeah, then no problem. I guess that's. But, it is true though. That's how you get put on ESPN and Bleacher Report, and you go viral. Did you do something like that, you know? I just go in the comments and everyone, oh, I hope it was worth it with this planned video. Ah, right. Come on. I mean, I wouldn't do it. You could no. do it. How's your TV? <laughs> yeah. Are you ready um, to break it? <laughs> no. And honestly, like, I got to the point now where it's like, at first I was 100% ready to take it back. And now I'm almost for surely just going to hold on to it because... For the price range, I don't think I can do better. And I think at first, as crazy as it sounds, I think I was tricked by poor internet uh, performance. Because I was like, what the hell? Why does everything look so jagged? And it like doesn't look like that now. So I think it was like, I think I got unlucky like right away when I was first messing with it. And like the internet was bad and like everything looked like pixelated and i was like i can't keep this but turns out it was just internet (laughs) was it raining or anything (laughs) it was it was well sometimes sometimes that could be a reason i don't know yeah and my my internet is is that the jason momoa and the scrubs guys that's it's uh, that that exact t-mobile that they were dancing is that good because that's what I was looking at. Because we're because our internet, it's good. It's better than the last internet we had. Everyone, for those of you that were listening to us in the beginning, on how crappy some of the, our recordings were. Uh, if you think this sounds bad, you should have heard the earlier ones. <laughs> and that was yeah. crappy internet. Because uh, for those of you that are new to the show, welcome. Thank you for listening. Shout out. Uh, the the ZC was five hours away from me, so <laughs> he's along the coast. Right. And uh, speaking of the coast, man, I mean, you guys aren't underwater, are you? Like San Diego no. and all that? No, no, never. Videos? That. Yeah, I have. Dang, Thing is, crazy. here, like, 
interestingly, like we slope up in Eureka. So like technically like we're out of even the tsunami zone. So oh, your house? Yeah. I'm running upstairs. So, <laughs> we're good. We're good. But do you guys uh, have an attic or are you the attic? I, I am the attic. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So oh, man. um but yeah, uh like I said, interestingly though, um the location because of it is weird. So the internet identifies me as in San Francisco. And That's like the Renee's. channels are Bay Area channels. One of Renee's things uh says she's in Texas. Yep. And at I, first I was getting my old internet used actually used to do that. So, but yeah, this T-Mobile, it identifies everything is San Francisco. Hmm. Yeah, because so. every time I when something oh something somebody logged in and I send you was this you? And oh you know, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> it just I'm always making sure because can never be right. Can never be too safe, everyone. But yeah, if you guys get those notifications of something that you're not sure of, be be on top of it. Don't just eh, I'll check it later. Nope, I'm all I get scared. That's why I'm like, is this you? <laughs> so. Right. But uh, anything else about the Super Bowl? Again, first half was boring. The set last half was awesome. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah and like game. I said, it came down to it. That was cool. Overtime. So walk off. That was cool. So yep. yeah, another season is back. It was funny. Um, I did notice, and I think everybody does this, but Broncos social media, obviously one of the only NFL things I follow. Like immediately they were ready when the game ended. They sent out a post that says, uh, next season starts now. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> well, I follow all of the East Society one. Well, I don't I don't follow that on mine, but East Society yeah. followed um the Broncos. The Broncos <laughs> and the Seahawks. I got rid of the Raiders. About to get rid of the A's, but I don't know, man. We'll see, because this whole all this talk about uh, the mayor thinks it's a dumb idea for the A's to be down there, which I'm hoping, and my fingers are crossed. Um, if the A's, yeah, sounds like uh, something happened with the arena possibilities there or yeah, stadium. So. so if they stay with me, then I'm still green and gold. But I still have my um. Is this it? Shout out to my buddy Steve. Yeah, but I still got my uh, my green LA hat just in case. <laughs> I'll throw it on right now. <laughs> yeah, one of my buddies go, Oh, you're gonna be an LA fan? Yeah, so he bought me a hat. It's the, the green one, <laughs> the green Dodgers hat. Well, they got uh, literally the next Babe Ruth now on their team. Uh, Dodgers, Otani. Yeah, they just got him from the Angels. So it's Otani time for the next 10 years or something. Well, if I'm a Dodger fan, I still got to wait. Uh, I still want to know where these ballers are playing. Uh, the Oakland ballers, the, the Oakland bees. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Make fitted hats for us uh, guys with all the knowledge and fat heads. Because these, these snapbacks, that's, that's for little uh, little guy heads. Because I'm like, man, I want one, but 
I can't. Uh, I don't, I'll have, if I if I just have to buy it and hang it here in the studio, then that's what I'll have to do. But I don't know. But yeah, I don't. I don't know where they're playing. There still isn't that I know of. Let me see. Oakland Ballers. Let's see what they. Because the schedule's out, but where where the hell are they playing? Um. Still nothing on this website, so I'll have to ask my brother. He's he's all about it. He's got his ballers gear already. There you I'm go. Like, where, I'm like, where are they playing? I don't know. I was like, man, you can't go no anywhere. <laughs> you got baby babies to watch. <laughs> um, no, no, not that brother. My, one of my other brothers, <laughs> my littlest brother. Shout out to Brian. He's got a new little new little Nance of the family, Isabella Nez. Yay. So, but one of my, my one of my street brothers is the one that has all the the ballers gear, and he just had a kid too. So man, you're brave, man. You're forty something, almost fifty, and still yeah. having babies, still having babies. I ain't the <laughs> one. I ain't the one, boys and girls. I mean, for those of you that do that, cool, right on. But I'm too old. I'm almost too old to be dealing with my grandsons. Feels like we started all over again. <laughs> but all right, all right. Oh man. But yeah, Oakland Ballers. I don't know. I'm gonna go to a game as soon as I figure out where sure. where, they're, yeah. where they're playing. But all right. Um, anything on the basketball tip before we get out of sports? Uh, just that uh, things of if you uh, listen to the last uh, pod we did the. Uh, New Jack City coverage, I mentioned at the end that uh, Warriors had a huge uh, win against the Suns, and uh, they're keeping the winning rolling against the Jazz, and they've won uh, now seven of the last 11, Uh, so very good. Got a tough game tomorrow against the Clippers, and then the makeup game against the Jazz again on Thursday before the All-Star break. So it's about to be All-Star weekend. I'm always excited for that. Uh, they're doing something fun this year, too, for the first time ever. Um, uh, Sabrina Unesca from the WNBA, she set some crazy record during the three-point shootout that they did for WNBA, where she only missed like like uh, two or three shots. Uh, which is insane. So uh, they're going to do a shootout, uh, Curry versus uh, Sabrina. So that should be really fun. Uh, Looking forward to that. And uh, got Brandon Pojimski, the rookie of the Warriors. He's going to be in the Rising Stars game. And then Steph himself in the actual All-Star game on Sunday. So looking forward to all that. And then, yeah, uh, Warriors – Putting it together uh, looked rough for a while, but uh, here we come, looking good, playing well, beating good teams on the road, doing everything they should. So uh, just need to get in the playoffs and then have our experience take over. We got a chance. So feeling good. (laughs) All right. That is it for sports, everyone. Try not to be three hours. So yeah, I like no, that, we uh, won't. We won't. We're gonna be quick on uh, our shows and our movies. We got one each. So. Yeah. Well, we might as well kick it off a of TV. Um, this was something that was on Netflix. One of my friends told me to watch it, and uh, this came out uh, this year. It's the uh, from Netflix Films. 
more of a documentary, but okay. Uh, the Greatest Night in Pop. On January on a January night in 1985, music's biggest stars gathered to record to record "We Are the World." This documentary goes behind the scenes of that historic event. All this story was new to me. I had no idea. I mean that that's that song was big. I didn't even know they did a "We Are the World" too when they the same song. But they jazzed it up a little more with all of whenever they did it, big artists and everything. And uh, they even threw in some rap verses and everything in there, which I thought was cool. If you guys don't know, if you don't even know about We Are The World 2, watch that video. I thought it was pretty cool. But this one was, oh, my God, it was it was crazy on what they did. Michael Jackson. Um, da, 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 da. Um, the guy that did his, did the Thriller album, uh, um, Quincy Jones and uh, Lionel Richie. They came up with this idea. Let's do this song. Uh, we want to get as many artists as we can. So they they wrote the song for everyone, and they said the only night they could do it to where everyone that was going to be in Hollywood. Was the night of the American Music Awards in 1985? They said everybody that they wanted, that they asked, all of them said, "Yeah, we'll do it." Um, they told them all because uh, Lionel Richie was also hosting the the, uh, the AMAs. So he said they told him, "He said, look, as soon as you're done, get over to whatever studios, and we can do this." So and they told all the artists that were going to be a part of it. Um, Please, when the show's over, make it over here. I mean, I know you want to stay and party and all that, but they said, please come over here so we can get this all done. <laughs> um, so they, all these artists that went there, there was there was a ton of them, um, and it, it was crazy. I mean, I remember when the video came out, and I was like, oh, cool, because it was all during the the when they were trying to feed Africa and everything. But all the people that were in this. It was just so many, so many um, artists, uh, movie stars, and this and that. Uh, the, of course, Quincy Jones. And let me just try to read it as fast as I can. For those of you that don't even know what we other world are, but I'm sure you guys all do anyway. Lionel Richie, Stevie Wonder, Paul Simon, Kenny Rogers, James Ingram, Tina Turner, Billy Joel, Michael Jackson, Diana Ross, Dionne Warwick, Willie Nelson, Al Jarreau. Uh, Bruce Springsteen, Kenny Loggins, Steve Perry, Daryl Hall, Huey Lewis, Cindy Lauper, Kim Carnes, Bob Dylan, Ray Charles. Uh, those were all the guys that had the solo parts uh, of the song. But then the chorus, Dan Aykroyd, uh, Harry Belafonte, Lindsey Buckingham, uh, Mario Capello. He's one of the, the Huey Lewis's. Um, there was a lot of the news. Huey Lewis's band was in this. Johnny Cola, uh, the great Sheila E., Bob Geldof, Bill Gibson, Chris Hayes, Sean Hopper, uh, Jackie Jackson, Latoya Jackson, Marlon Jackson, Randy Jackson, Tito Jackson, Waylon Jennings, Bette Midler, John Oates, Jeffrey Osborne, Anita Pointer, June Pointer, and Ruth Pointer, uh, all the Pointer sisters, Smokey Robinson, and that was pretty much everyone that they got to sing in this. And uh, again, I didn't know what they did to do this song. They recorded this song all in one night. All night they went. They basically had to do all the chorus first. And they were trying to tell everyone, I know everyone's tired. It's late. Um, you guys have been up all day preparing for the other award show. Lionel Richie as well, because he had to go host 
that then come over and do this and the documentary was like i think it was like an hour and a half so they just showed all the stuff that they did and and the parts when they did the solo parts is was after pretty much everyone left but they told everyone look if you got a solo stick around and do it um they all had to re- of course re-record it over and over again but the the one that took the longest which i had no idea was bob dylan's because his style of music if you guys know who bob dylan is isn't this type of uh pop music type of thing so it he has a solo part in the song and he was like i he was trying to do it and he couldn't and he was like this isn't how am i doing this so he had to sit off to the side with stevie wonder and stevie wonder kind of ran him through it to where it's like oh okay now i got it and then he was able to sit there and, and record it so i thought that was cool uh it was i felt bad for sheila e because they were talking to her and she was like yeah i was super excited i wanted to do it but they made it she made it seem as well and i understood that she go I, she goes i think the only reason they wanted me to do this because they thought they could get prince to come in Prince was there at the awards and it was during the Purple Rain stuff and he won all kinds of awards that night. But she goes, they just, because they were asking her, do you think Prince will come? Do you think he'll come? She's like, I, I, I don't know. And he never came, of course. So she said she was kind of mad. So as soon as they were done with the chorus, she just she just left. And uh, some other ones too. Everyone's like, all right, man, I'm, I'm done. And, and they left. But every, a lot of people did stick around for it. So I thought it was really, really cool. Um, they don't actually show you the video. Oh, and while they were recording all this, they had all these cameras in there and they filmed the whole thing. And that was the video that we got when the actual We Are The World video came out. And they said this this one song just blew up. I remember when it came out and everyone goes, oh, We Are The World. I was like, well, what is that? And then I remember when the video came out and I saw it. I was like, oh, that was cool. And it was real catchy. And I had not listened to the song, much less watched the video in years probably since it was big but when it was the documentary was over i thought they would show the video at the end but they didn't i just went to youtube and watched it and i sat there and just sang the whole song like uh like i just like it was brand new again for me listening to it and over and over. i mean you heard that song over and over and over it was all over the mtv it was all over every radio station that played it and everything so I, I thought it was a really cool song. I liked it. I don't own it on anything, but um, I thought it was it was a really really good documentary. I, I was, let me just watch this and see um, what what they did. But I was so I got so sucked into it. I had to see how they did it. And since when it took place back in '85, I had no idea they did this all in one night, and how they got all these artists to be there that night so i was like ah so that's how it was really interesting to me so but if you have any interest in watching uh the greatest night in pop and you have netflix definitely check it out because i thought it was awesome for all you 80s kids that of course you guys all know this song if you guys haven't watched this check it out i thought it was really cool tv that's the only thing i have oh really quick the mayans mc that i talked about um last week I've watched the final episode. This is my opinion. Maybe some of you love the show and didn't see anything wrong with it. It seemed like that very last episode was rushed. It was like they had, they laid down this whole storyline, the whole series. And then it came down to the last episode and just killed everybody off. I was like, 
But that's it. I was kind of actually bummed, really. I mean, not to, I, I probably won't watch the series again, but it was a good series. I just did not like the way they wrapped it all up. Um, could it continue? Of course it could. But spoiler alert, the main guy is dead. So I was kind of like, ah, oh, all right, but I don't know. It, it, it was, it, it was. I was just kind of disappointed with, with the way the series ended. So, but who knows? I did, I didn't, I didn't write it, or maybe that's just the way they wanted it to end. I, I, I just was. It didn't rub me the right, right way. I was kind of like, oh. at least the way Sons of Anarchy ended. I was like, all right. I mean, that story can continue. Of course, Jax is passed away, or he got killed um or did he i think he did i mean he he got blasted up and he wasn't holding his handlebars and he didn't have a resurrection and he didn't have a helmet on uh the way easy went on this there's no way they could say oh he's alive but i don't know man i just watched this video of this crackhead dude get shot nine times and he was still alive (laughs) so uh even once in how many times did 50 cent get shot he got shot oh yeah Bunch, he got shot like yeah so but i don't know man but um i just didn't like the way the series ended i was kind of like oh really but that's my opinion but yeah uh we are the world uh the greatest night in pop streaming on netflix check it out and mayan's mc is the whole season or the whole series is on hulu check it out if you want all right. The only thing I got, like I said, I left it on after the Super Bowl. Um, actually, I have a weird, yeah, I don't even plan to, but I usually have a weird uh, tradition of doing that because usually whoever has it, whether it be NBC or Fox or CBS, they usually do plan some big show premiere after, like stick around after the game and watch the show. I had no plans to stick around and watch Tracker, but all of a sudden, like, it started, and I was like, I was still messing around on my phone. I was like, why not? I can talk about on the show. So uh, Tracker is a CBS show described as uh, Coulter Shaw travels the country in his old-school RV to help police and private citizens solve crimes and locate missing persons until his latest case changes everything. Um just that first episode out so far looks like uh, it's going to be a 13-episode first season. Uh, Coulter Shaw is played by Justin Hartley, who was Green, green Arrow. Arrow. Real Green small Arrow. Man. And he was Kevin Pearson in This Is Us. And Patrick Osborne in Revenge. And he was Ty Swindle in A Bad Mom's Christmas. But, uh, yeah, I wasn't really familiar with the guy. But um, for the most part, this plays like a uh, pretty standard. uh, It has that vibe of like a a CBS drama, like like any CBS drama before it, the NCISs or equalizer or the macgyver remake or whatever it is like they all have that like kind of vibe to it and this two yet the same so it's gonna have its case of the week but then it also has a through storyline that's gonna connect everything and um with this one it's uh what happened 
in the tracker's youth, like around his family, like what really happened to his dad. Like he thinks one thing happened to his dad, but did something else happen? And was his brother involved? And what what is his mom trying to cover up? That kind of thing. But like I said, on the surface, it's case of the week. Um, so it's like uh, people go missing and his whole shtick is he has uh, like two people, two ladies working for him, like on the computer and on the phone. And they find when people go missing and when uh, rewards are offered. So he'll show up and be like, OK, you've offered this reward. I'm going to figure this out. And all I ask is for that reward. Like, I'm not asking for anything else. And you only give it to me if I can, like, recover the person. If I can, like, solve solve it, basically. So he's, like, kind of like a private investigator. But, yeah, it's just that whole shtick of, like, he's good at uh, tracking people and finding people. So uh, I found it interesting enough, but... To me, it's like, I guess, not a must watch. It wouldn't be something I'd like tune in live every week. It's it's when every new episode airs, it's going to be on Paramount Plus. And when the season ends, the whole thing is going to stay on Paramount Plus. So maybe one day I'll watch it that way. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to keep up with it week to week. Mm hmm. I guess I'm guessing you didn't stick around for it, huh? Uh <laughs> I had to put the boys to bed, but oh, uh, gotcha. yeah. it was on when I walked back in the living room. But I asked Renee, are you watching this? She goes, no, she was doing something on her iPad. So oh, okay. I don't, I don't know, but yeah, it didn't look, they, they kept showing the um, commercial for it after the game, stick around for this. I was kind of like, eh, I had no idea. The last thing that I can remember was um, that Cloverfield paradox. When they yeah. were talk, talking about it on the Super Bowl. That was and, cool. after, and after the game, I was like, what? I don't even remember who was playing in the game. I was just waiting for the game to be over because I, I was a huge Clover, Cloverfield fan. So I was like, oh, cool. So I did, And that, that came out of nowhere. Nobody knew it was coming. <laughs> so right. That was that the was last cool. thing I was excited I missed, for. I missed them doing something like that. They need to bring surprise things like that back. The movie wasn't all that, but it did kind of give it you was an still idea. Fun that yeah, it kind of gave you had. an idea on what the in the Cloverfield. I mean, all all three movies are tied together. So, but all right, uh, was that it? Tracker. Yep, just Tracker. Other than that, bunch of stuff I always watch. Challenge and. Big Brother reruns and stuff like that have that in the background, and then of course uh, keeping up with new episodes of The Traitors, which has stayed good. But uh, yeah, Traitors on the rope, Traitors in trouble. I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> they look like they're found out, so we'll see. All right. Well, on the movies, everyone, we'll try to zip through this part as well. Yep. Uh, I actually saw this a while ago. But I don't think we ever I'd ever talked about it yet. Um, this came out uh, last month, uh, January nineteenth. I can't remember if I saw it the weekend it came out. I I think I saw it maybe the second weekend. I don't know because uh, I remember seeing the trailer for it and uh, it seemed interesting. So I told Eric, let's go see this. And this is ISS, International Space Station. Um, 
Tensions flare in the near future aboard the International Space Station as a conflict breaks out on Earth, reeling the U.S. and Russian astronauts receive orders from the ground to take control of the station by any means necessary. It's directed by Gabriella Cowperthwaite. I think that's say last name. Written by Nick Schalfer. And this stars Adriana DeBose, or Boys, or however you say that. Chris Messina, John Gallagher Jr., uh, Marsha Mishkova, Costa Ronin, and ooh, Pulau. I'm not even going to try with this last name. I think I think it's Russian. Um, I liked what they were trying to do, but it just, I don't know, it didn't. It, it just didn't really grab me. I mean, they're on the space. They're the Americans show up to the space station. They're in there doing their thing. Um, and there, there was some kind of conflict going on between us and and the Russians, and then all hell breaks loose. I believe World War Three happens on Earth because they see the explosions. And if you've seen the trailer, that's pretty much all they show. Um, they don't really show a lot of what happened on Earth. And then they're like it says in the um, in the synopsis here, it says that yeah they. Once the conflict started on Earth, they said, you know what, that they were getting emails or uh, whatever, transmissions. The Russians got it. Look, you guys need to take over that station by any means necessary. And that's what uh, the U.S. astronauts got as well. So they're slowly trying to figure out what's going on here. Uh, one of the astronaut, Russian astronauts got killed. So they were just trying to figure out who's who's bad, who's going to turn on one another. They were trying to uh, not sabotage things on the space station, but they were just trying to um, just do what they had to do to take over. It seems like they didn't want to, but they were getting orders to do it. So I'll leave it at that. I believe it's you can rent this now, streamer. I think it's still in the theaters, but I mean... If you like these uh, sci-fi uh, films out in space, they don't show a lot of the outside. I mean, there's a scene when one of the astronauts had to go outside and and everything, but it wasn't like, don't expect gravity or anything like that uh, with space walks and everything. But uh, the movie was only an hour and a half. Uh, it seemed longer because it was just kind of really slow. Um, but I liked everybody in it. All, all the actors did their jobs. But it's, I don't know, the trailer may have sold it to me a little. I thought we were going to see what was going on on Earth, but we didn't, they didn't show any of that. What they show you in the trailer is pretty much what you see in, in the film. So, but will I watch it again? Uh, maybe once it hits one of these streaming sites, I'll, I'll probably give it another watch. Because, yeah, it says right here you can watch it on demand now. So, or it's out there. And um, But, yeah, it was what it was. The, this what this movie reminded me of, which was a much better film, was a film that came out in 1984, uh, 2010, the year we made contact. Um, not the deal, not the stuff of dealing with the monolith and and all that, of dealing with uh, Russian or U.S. Um, scientists getting on this Russian vessel going to Jupiter 
to uh, find that spaceship Discovery, if you guys remember uh, from 2001. And while they were in there, there was a conflict with, um, I think it was the Russians and Honduras and America. And there was some kind of blockade and everything going on. And they did the exact same thing here. They didn't tell them to take over the, the spaceship. They uh, Once they got to Jupiter, when they they uh, when they docked with the um, the Discovery ship, which was an American spacecraft, they told them, like, look, hey, um, there's a lot of shit going on down here on Earth. Uh, they kept saying back home. Uh, and right now, these are your orders. All the Russians need to stay on their ship and all the Americans need to go stay on ours, on the Discovery. So when that was all going on, when they got that order to, to, to separate and all this, I was kind of like, hey, man, they did this in 2010. I just rewatched it uh, yesterday, and I love 2010. Awesome film. If you have um, uh, Roku, it's streaming on there, or you can rent it elsewhere. Or if you have uh, YouTube Premium, uh, that's where I watched it. You you can watch it on there. I also have it on, on Blu-ray. The first movie, the Stanley Kubrick one, the 2001, I liked the movie. Uh, when did that come out? Was that in the 70s? Oh, shit, that was way in 1968 uh, when that one came out. Damn, that one was two and a half hours, and it feels like two and a half hours. Uh, I liked the movie. It was just don't expect a lot of space stuff. But this one, 2010, was only an hour and 56 minutes, and I enjoyed that one way, way better than Stanley Kubrick's film. But just the similarities of Russia and Americans and on space, up in space, and then they had to separate because what was going on down uh on earth but um yeah iss i mean watch it if you want don't don't expect a lot of action or anything there it was just kind of a lot of talking and then when they were trying to uh take over the the space station it was kind of like i was like i was ready for an all-out battle between russia and america on there but it did that's not what I got. So, but uh, again, I'll I'll watch it again once it hits uh, the streaming sites. But I mean, if you guys want to go see it, it's still playing the theater in some places, or you can just watch it at home. But yeah, check it out if you want. Will it make my best of or uh, honorable mentions? Right now, I'm gonna say no. But so, but yeah, check it out if you want. And that's the only movie that I have. All right, the one I got uh, is. An interesting one in that uh, it has been the number one movie at the box office the past two weeks. It came out on February 2nd, won its opening weekend, and it's won its second weekend, but it put up low numbers for both. And I guess underwhelmed at the box office and... Didn't do too well critically, and it seems like mixed reviews for um, audience. Uh, but this was Argyle, described as a Ellie Conway, an introverted spy novelist who seldom leaves her home, is drawn to a real world of espionage when the plots of her books get a little too close to the activities of a sinister underground syndicate. When Aiden, a spy, shows up to save her, or so he says, from being kidnapped or killed, or both, Ellie and her beloved cat, Alfie, are plunged into a covert world where nothing and no one is what it seems. Uh, directed by Matthew Vaughn, starring Henry Cavill, Bryce Dallas Howard, Sam Rockwell, Brian Cranston, 
Dua Lipa, Richard E. Grant, John Cena, and a bunch of other people. And it is two hours and 18 minutes, uh, which seems a little long, but it felt pretty standard to me. It didn't feel like an extra 19 minutes to me. I thought it was actually just uh, two hours. And I'd say uh, overall, I actually did really like this. I think it has like Beekeeper. Um, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed this. Uh, but I'd say it's probably in the category of where it's like a on the list now, but probably a, an outside chance it lasts the whole year. Um, I like it. Uh, I like uh, Matthew Vaughn's uh, movies, Kick-Ass, uh, X-Men First Class, the, especially the Kingsman's movie. I'm a huge fan of the uh, Kingsman's movie. Well, at least the first two. I wasn't a fan, really, of the prequel. But, uh, yeah, he's kind of bringing that vibe here with Argyle. But also, uh, to me, it feels like... Um, Kingsman, he definitely was like inspired by retro Bond, by classic Bond. And it feels like with Argyle here, he wanted to get into more of that uh, 70s, 80s Bond, where it was a little more silly, a little more out there. Uh, the kind of stuff that Austin Powers uh, ended up uh, doing like parodies of uh is kind of like what he's doing here uh because some stuff in this like it goes like way over the top it's way silly way out there uh, obviously you know not very realistic but uh it's still pretty fun and i really liked the performances and it's interesting because they kind of did tease that uh, there could be more for the story, but like, I don't know where they are with that. Cause like I said, they're in a weird position It one. It's two last weekends of the box office, but it didn't do huge numbers. So it's not like a hit per se. Uh, but interestingly, I read an article and um, Apple is one of the people behind this and i guess their other films napoleon and killers of the flower moon even though killers is highly respected and awards nominated i guess it hasn't put up big numbers at the box office either so i saw something where they were like these apple films like need to do something or they're doing something wrong with the marketing or something because yeah, they're like, I guess, 0 for 3 as far as, like, box office money goes between Killers, Napoleon, and now Argyle here. But, uh, like I said, uh, I liked it. Um, if you can, like, kind of suspend a belief and just, you know, enjoy, like, a, a fun, silly, wannabe spy film, you know, spy comedy type thing um like i said it's fun i to me like i said i it's it's not as good as like uh the kingsman films but uh i still had a lot of fun and i'd love to see if they continued it but i'm a little confused if they will or not 
and yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, you're not selling it to me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna wait on this one. But what I'm alright. Last thing I what was the last thing I sold you on though? <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I almost never. You always say that. <laughs> um, shit, I don't know. You always say I don't sell you on it. <laughs> I, I don't know. So it was something last week. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Um. Oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I tried watching it. I could not get into it. Uh, I watched. I don't even think I watched the full first episode. I was kind of Did like, you even get uh, to the explosion? No. <laughs> I was just like, come, <laughs> like, come on, something needs to happen here. <laughs> so, um, well, but I'm gonna go back to, to the explosion. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> yeah, I, I told my buddy about it because he was telling about it, and he was like, "Oh man, it's hella good." I'm like, "That's not what I'm hearing." <laughs> but I but, liked uh, it. I just didn't want to sell you something that it's not, and it's it's they play down the action. It's a yeah. relationship show. Fuck that. I want I want Mr. Smith action. Call it something else then. But I'm gonna go back and finish it. I don't know if I'll finish the whole series, but I'm gonna at least finish that first episode. But Rotten Tomatoes. Uh the audience give it 71% and the tomato meter is a 32%. For what? And for Argyle. Oh yeah. Yeah, Speaking I see, of, interestingly, the meta score on IMDb says 35. They only have one green review collider uh, at its core. It's a light, light-hearted spy romp that riffs on a lot of the soap opera tropes and gets into the dumb fun territory. You might get thrown around with a lot of Vaughn films. It might be true, but Argyle does try to be smart in its execution. And then there's a low review uh, from The Telegraph, a 20. The action is slapstick driven, yet the set pieces are so transparently bogus with fourth rate CGI and actors' digital doubles flopping about the place like haunted marionettes that play as insulting rather than outrageous. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> anyways, um, I thought, it was, like I said, I thought it was pretty fun. And if it ends up being a weak year at the box office, like I said, it has a chance at my end of your top 10. Cause uh, I like these kind of movies, these like silly lighthearted spy action stuff. And like I said, there's some stuff in it is just way over the top, way super silly out there, but uh, and it's fun. I liked it. Like I said, it, it's two hours and 19 minutes, but it, didn't feel overly long at all to me. Felt fine. Felt like a normal movie length to me. <laughs> mm, I'll wait. Well, I don't even know what's in the theaters now. I'm just more focused on the, the Oscar Like I said, thing. it won. It came out February 2nd. It won its opening weekend, and it won this weekend. But both weeks, um, I guess, underperformed, like a, a, a low winning number um very low turnout at the box office but like i said it seems to be an apple films picture too because uh napoleon and killers of the flower moon also didn't do well box office money wise i don't even know what these movies are in the theater 
Uh, all the Oscar ones are out there. Aquaman's still in the theater? Okay. Um, they need to yank Night Swim. It's already streaming, so... Or you can rent it. Uh, I don't know what The Chosen is, but season four. It's a religious thing. Ah, I'm good. Um, speaking of religion, man, they said they paid a hundred million for those two Jesus commercials for the <laughs> Super Bowl. Uh, oh, everyone, um, people were so, mad saying they go, they could have spent that hundred million dollars on feeding the homeless yeah, or, or whatever, yeah. but I don't know. Hulk Neal before the cross of Christ. Oh, uh, <laughs> Lisa Frankenstein. I don't know what that is. Something I bet called, you'd like it. Something called Out of the Darkness. It's uh, directed by uh, oh, Robin Williams' me- daughter. Uh, no, thank you. I, okay, I know what this is now. Uh, well, audience is giving it 82. Hmm. percent I, I bet you'd like it. Uh, I'll wait till it's streaming somewhere. But yeah, it's out, directed by uh, Robin Williams' daughter. Out of the darkness. Hmm. See, this sounds like something. Whoa. It's certified fresh out of the darkness, but the audience got the dumped over popcorn bucket 51%. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, Dune 2001 reissue. How long was. You heard about the Dune, the controversial popcorn bucket? Uh uh. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. There's a bucket. And it's a sandworm. And uh, people are saying it looks like uh, female privates. <laughs> <laughs> looks like a butthole, everyone. I'm uh, looking at the picture right now. <laughs> but it's so controversial. Like, uh, I want it just for that reason. So if you if we find it, get it. Fifty-five dollars? I don't think so. No, not fifty. I don't want it for fifty-five dollars. I want no, it for like these, ten bucks. No, these guys are selling it for fifty-five dollars on eBay. Yeah, I want it because it's like controversial. <laughs> when did this come out? When the first movie? Oh no, this is for part two. No, it's new for part two. Yeah. So is it out there now? Yeah. Um, so if you see it, I want one. Oh, they don't have. They don't <laughs> do the buckets over. Uh, they don't do them here anymore. No. It just looks like a butthole if you're looking straight at it. Um, People are saying it looks like female parts. No, it doesn't. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are looking at, but all right. Um, <laughs> this looks cool. I, I want to get one. Uh, speaking of Dune, the uh, 80... What was it? 85? Um, or was it 83? 1980 ish, right, right in the middle. Hey, 1984, they are bringing that back to the theater. Um, when is it? I I saw it was one of those fathom event things. Um, and I saw I was like, oh, I'm gonna go see this in the theater again. Because if you guys didn't listen to our our, our Dune episode, uh, a rewind with uh, Chris, um, and you guys saw how I changed on it. <laughs> oh, man. That was one of the shows that my buddy went, dude, the way you were talking about it before you guys did that episode, you said it was like the worst movie ever. I said, but then again, I was only like 13 when I saw it. Right, I ain't careful. Right. But as an old grandpa watching it again, man, I said, that movie was hella good. 
Um, when's it come out? Or oh shit, that's AMC. Um, hmm. Do, 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 do. Returning to theaters when I don't know. I just saw a uh, a a commercial for it, so I I don't know exactly when it's gonna be in the theaters, but. This Dune reissue, I don't know what that is, but how how long was the the movie? The other the new one? Yeah. Part one? Let's see. Yeah. I know it was that. like it was up there. Uh yeah, yeah two thirty five and the new one is two hours yeah. forty six minutes. Whew. That'd be a tough, tough uh one run watch. To try to f- fit in both. <laughs> mm. I didn't uh, love part one, but obviously I'm going to see part two. Well, we have to because we still got to do that one big show with Chris. <laughs> right. I-, I thought it was—I didn't know it was going to be two parts uh, until much, much later. But and they're—he's—they're uh, doing uh, another one. I heard another one. Yeah. All right. But. I don't know if it's where it, what in time it's set though, but the director of this, he's doing one more Dune film based on the books. All right. All right, everyone. Uh now we got to do the lightning round. Um I have nothing for collecting, so if you want to go ahead go for it. Uh, I don't know if I ever mentioned I got the uh, Valentine's, this year's Valentine's uh, Star Wars selection. Um, for years, they've done this. So they did one like they had been doing of Obi-Wan, where he's got red robes and most of him is pink. They've been doing that version for a few years with like Mandalorian and Ray and Vader and whatnot uh so they did an obi-wan one this year and the base says hello there uh but different this year and i'm not a hundred percent crazy about them but you know i'm a star wars collector so gotta have them uh they did chocolate versions of han and leia and interestingly the han one he's pretty much all chocolate except for his belt is white and the leia one Her head is chocolate, but then, like, her body looks like it's, like, wrapped in, like, the chocolate foil. So, I'm not crazy about the look, but uh, I try to get uh, as many of the Star Wars pops as I can. So, had to add that to the the collection. And, uh, yeah, they're doing uh, photo a day contest uh, again right now. I always love when they do that. Uh, I haven't won in many years since uh solo was in theaters 2017 was the last time i won so i'm uh overdue for a win (laughs) all right um so that's all you got yeah oh i got well i'm gonna just give you quick um uh, Blu-ray update. I haven't done one in a while, but I'll just do this as an audio form. Uh, I got from Scream Factory the um, 1976 film Survive. It's the one about the from from what I remember. This is the first one uh, of that uh, that um, 
rugby team that crashed up in the was in the Andes mountains. Um, the then there was alive, and then that new one, Society of the Snow. But this was the this is the original one. So I saw that it was on Blu-ray, so I picked it up. Uh, I also got the uh, the 4K uh, Steelbook edition of the Raid Redemption. Yeah, so um, good. Did you get that one? I didn't, but uh, it's awesome. And yeah, that film's hella good. Come on, you better get on it. I think it was Best Buy. Yeah, it was Best Buy. And I looked out. It's not dented, smashed, or anything. Nice. And another one that I got from, uh, I was just on Walmart.com uh, or whatever, the app. And I was just searching steelbooks. This is a film that came out... Um, and I had no idea that there was a steel book for it. So I was like, oh, shit, I had to get it. Um, I don't even know when this movie came out. Uh, it's uh, Lords of Dogtown. This is a film that came out in 2000, 2005. Um, yeah, I didn't know there was a steel book. And I'm not sure if this is the unrated version or the... Oh, it is the unrated version. Okay, cool. Um, I didn't know there was a steel book, and I don't know how long the steel book's been out. So I was like, "Oh shit!" And you guys know me with skateboarding, and I, I love that story. So I had to get, I had, to, I had to get it. I have it already on Blu-ray, but since there's a steel book, I had to get it. So, but yeah, those are the only three. I'll do uh, eventually do another uh, TikTok Blu-ray update and show you those three again because I got some other ones, but I don't somewhere in this pile. But I ordered yeah. uh, Marvels uh, from Walmart, and it shipped today. Um, I don't know if today was the day it came out in stores, or uh, did they ship it early? I'm not sure. I don't know what the actual it, release date is. But they shipped it today. It's getting here Friday. So Is it the only place to get it, or can you get them at... The only place you can get the Steelbook, I... I mean, I guess you can get it in stores, I guess, but um, it's the only place with the Steelbook. <laughs> is it the Blu-ray or is it the 4K? Because uh, uh, the, the John Wick one, John Wick 4 Steelbook I got from uh, from uh, Walmart was just just Blu-ray. But uh, let's see what it says. Uh, no, it's uh, yeah, 4K, 4K Ultra yeah. HD, and Blu ray digital copy. Um, yeah, these are steep 3496. It looks, yeah, it looks like I guess, yeah, I guess it came out today, so it should be in stores now, but yeah, it won't get to me until uh, Friday, but that's fine. I should go down to Walmart and see if they have it at ours. Yeah, last stand of the uh, Steelbook people. (laughs) Walmart's taking over because I was on this one website and they were showing all these new ones that are coming out and they're all at Walmart. (laughs) So, Last stand. Yeah, they're the ones that are uh, taking over the physical media. And uh, shout out to Taylor. He had sent me a picture of his Walmart. They had a whole section of steel books. And I was like, oh, man. He, I was like, man. The Walmart here and the Walmarts in Reno suck. So Yeah, same here. 
You ain't um, gonna find nothing at this one. The <laughs> the one Walmart I saw that had a ton of steel books was out in Carson City, and uh, I only drove way out there because I wanted this steel book super bad. It was the Maximum Overdrive one, and that was the only place that had it. Uh, I was gonna order it on online through their through their app, but it it was like sold out, and I just kind of typed in where that was. It was either drive to Reading or drive to Carson City, so. I left her at work early one day and drove all the way to Carson City just to get it. And uh, I haven't even opened it. <laughs> I just have it here. So, but oh, really quick before we get out of here, we're at the two hour mark. Uh, yeah. Madam Web, 17% for the tomato meter. That's just, uh, I guess, the people that saw it early. Yeah, I'm going. Uh, I liked uh, Morpheus. That was a Morpheus. Morbius. Um, and what what all the other non oh I hated all the Venom movies but yeah uh, and this is on that side of like the Sony stuff so um, what was interesting is hearing uh, the star the Dakota Johnson though so she is promoting it she's not really. Like bumping it up, like she's kind of downplaying it. So I don't know. Um, we'll see, but like I said, I'll I'll see it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, of course we're gonna see it. We got to. We got to put it in our best comic book movies list and. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but from what I'm seeing in the trailer, I am not happy with what I'm seeing. But we're, we're going to see it. So I saw the Venom movies and they were trash. Uh, all right. Um, random recommendations. I have not seen this, but uh, this was recommended by a friend of ours, Tommy Boy. He wants to hear our review on it. So I advise you to watch it, too. It's a film on Netflix. Came out last year. It's only an hour and a half. It's called Ballerina. In this action thriller, a young woman sets out on a revenge mission after her best friend is found dead. Okay, that's all I know about it. I assume we got to read it all because I think it's. Is it Japanese? I don't know. Let me see. Ballerina. Um, no, that's, that's not it. That's the John Wick one or Keanu Reeves one. I believe it's Korean. Yeah. South Korean action thriller. So came out uh, last year and he was like, you didn't say this. I said, no, he was saying, he goes, oh man, it's better than John Wick. And I'm like, Hmm, I don't know. Those are strong words. So. Uh, watch that one, dude. We'll talk about it, uh, next episode because Tommy, he was like, you guys haven't seen it. I said, I never even heard of this. So that's our recommendation to all of you and us. So we'll, we'll talk about that next week. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Everyone. I haven't seen it, so I have no idea, uh, what's going on in it, but it's it's on Netflix and it's called ballerina. So everyone check it out. All right. Uh, I'll keep it simple, uh, related to the whole 
Argyle Universe, uh, the Kingsman movie I love is streaming on Max. Uh, Kingsman, the Secret Service. I love that film. I can't believe it's 10 years old this year. There's so much stuff that's like from 2014. And I'm like, damn, 10 years old now. Everything that came out in 2014, 10 years old. That's crazy. Mm, I didn't care for it. Did I see the second one? I know I saw the first one. Was the first one at the end when they fought in that bar or pub or whatever at the end? Was that the Kingsman? No. Yeah, it was. It's like a... No, it's like a... A bunker. (laughs) The final fight's in like a bunker. Um... No, they're fighting in a bar. I mean, there's, there's the scene right here. The final scene, the final credit scene. He walks into a pub, and then all the oh, people. Oh, you mean the very? I thought you meant like the final, like the action scene. This is the final action scene. They're fighting in the bar. <laughs> uh, what's this kid's name? Eggsy. Well, I guess they're not. They don't really show much. He's about to kick ass, and then it goes to the credits. That's the only point I remember in that movie. Uh, that because when you said Kingman, that was the first thing that popped in my head. So I don't know. Um, they did what three of those movies? They did, but uh, the first two are related. The third is a origin of Kingsman. So it's like kind of unrelated to anything. Uh, and it's probably my least favorite. It was like Matthew Vaughn wanted a reason to do a world war one film and decided, okay, I'll just call it Kingsman. (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah. All right. I am for my music track. I am going to 19. Was it 77? I believe. Oh, right on the money. 1977 to the Commodores album. And that's the name of the album Commodores. And I am going with easy from the Commodores. Uh, came the album came out what 1977 March of 1977. Uh, there's a bunch of other tracks on this album, but Easy is always uh, one of my favorite. This is when Lionel Richie was in the Commodores before he went out and started doing uh, his own thing. And I give you a bonus. Speaking of Lionel Richie, listen to We Are the World. Came out in uh, I don't remember when the song came out, but they recorded it all in, in '85 of January. So. But yeah, check out uh, 1977's Easy by the Commodores and the We Are the World song that came out in 1985. All right. I guess I'll go with uh, Usher track. I'm not the hugest Usher fan, but uh, <laughs> the one track, uh, I whatever, the I keep referencing is from uh, Nice and Slow. The, they call me U.S.A.T.R. So, yeah, check out uh, Nice and Slow for uh, a pretty good Usher track. All right. Let me see the, hear the song. Let me see if I've heard, heard it before. 
And baby, um, tell me what you want to do with me. That one. Okay, I'm listening to everyone. You guys can't hear it. I just um, want to take it nice and slow. Hold on, I'm trying to listen. Yeah, I don't know this song. When did this... What, 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 which, that was a many, while ago. What was that album? How many albums does he have? That was 1997 from the My Way album. Usher. Discography. He's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine albums. Uh, I guess Coming Home was his last one, was at least. Uh... No, 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 no. Well, I guess this is released February 9th of this year. Is that a new album? There's a, he does, he has a, a, a completely, uh, very brand new one. Yeah. Coming Home it yeah, just okay. came out. Well, he's still at it, everyone. He's still, uh, yeah, 84 was his, or 94 was his first on his self I remember back album. then, he was, it, he, his whole shtick back then in the early 90s was that he was a little kid. He, so he's performing from like a very young age. Uh, and there's a picture uh, Keenan Thompson put out uh, of, uh, them way back then keenan and kel when they were on uh, nickelodeon and uh usher <laughs> back then kids <laughs> uh okay what was a movie that i hated him in uh, i'll give you guys another bonus you guys got everyone's got pluto check out uh, the faculty it was directed by robert rodriguez um, you think Casey, he ruined it though <laughs> he didn't ruin the movie but he was garbage in it when Casey Connor Harrington High School's newspaper photographer witnesses the murder of a nurse and sees her alive again, he decides to investigate the bizarre happenings. Uh, this is a sci-fi horror. Okay, it says horror, mystery, sci-fi. Uh, tons of people are in this. Uh, Jordana Brewster, Sila uh, Duvall, Laura Harris, Josh Hartnett. Uh, the beautiful Salma Hayek, uh, the beautiful Famke Jensen, uh, Piper Laurie, uh, Usher, uh, T-1000, uh, Robert Patrick, uh, John Stewart, uh, Mr. Uh, Pretty Eyes himself, Elijah Wood, and uh, a bunch of other people in it. When was the last time you saw The Faculty? Back then, when it came out? <laughs> in 98. Yeah. I just I saw it once in the theater. Um I don't think I I know I have it on bl- not Blu-ray, DVD. I don't have the the Blu-ray. All right, everyone. That is going to be a rewind for us. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to buy the Blu-ray. When I come over, we'll do a uh, a commentary for it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> think of some other ones. Man. When we're there, we need to do a few commentaries. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, we want we also want to do the Running Man. Cause um, yeah. we did we did what <laughs> Commando and uh, last year last year around aliens. this time we we did Aliens, which was awesome. Yep. That was the last time I well last time I went to your house. Right. Was last, well, that wasn't the last time I saw you, was it? No. Okay. <laughs> so, but, but that was the last time we did one of those. Yeah, when we did Aliens, and then I had the flat tire issue. But all right, everyone, that is it. This episode. Come back next week. 
Uh, right now we're two for two. We did one we one last week, and we're dropping one this week. So, hey. if you guys didn't listen to our three hundred two, go uh, check that one out, and it's a long one. Uh, this one isn't as long, so <laughs> um, that's what she said. Anyway, uh, I'll check out Web for the next one. Is that coming out? Comes out tomorrow. The the Web movie, Spider Girl yep. or whatever. Shit. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I probably won't be able to see it until this weekend because I'm under the weather. But anyway, uh, follow us on Facebook. Just search Eat Society or Magnus Podcast. Uh, ESP, Spotify for podcasters. Just go over there. Links are down below if you don't want to search for it because I'm lazy too. Uh, YouTube, I tried to put up a video today. Oh, speaking of sports, I went to um, some luchador wrestling in Reno, and it's awesome. Go over nice. to uh, TikTok. And watch that video. I just kind of threw some of the highlights. It was it was awesome time. Uh, one of you listeners, someone teach me Spanish because I did not know what anybody was saying. And I had an awesome time because I got to help uh, put some of the ring together. Um, they kind of, they were they were coming having a late start, and uh, they were just rushing in, bringing in uh, parts of the of the ring. So I said, "You guys need help." One of the guys spoke English. He's like, "Yeah." So I just started grabbing stuff. And taking it all in, I was putting the four by two by eights or whatever those woods were on the inside the frame, and then we laid on the the mats and the covers and everything. Uh, helped them with the, the the ropes. We had to tighten those. That was a fun time, and then I had an awesome time watching uh, all the wrestling. So go over to TikTok and uh, on East Society Pod and watch the, the little four minute video I threw on there. It's just highlights from some of the matches. So. Definitely check that out. Um, I think I threw a link on the Facebook page if you guys want to go over there. But follow us on X at East Society Pod, at Magnez Pod, at Theo Zisu. Uh, Instagram at East Society Pod, at The Zisu, at Magnez Pod. And again, follow us on TikTok uh, at East Society Pod. At, at East Society Pod. Intro and out, intro and outro music. Sorry, everyone, I'm trying to rush. By Mixlaw Beat Productions. Just go to www.mixlawproduction.com and have at it. Please help him out. He's been helping us out since the beginning. And yeah, that's it, everyone. Come back for more. Um, I was gonna go down to uh, watch a show in was it Lakeport, but I don't think I will be making it, brother Steve. Sorry. We'll be there next time because I got stuff going on in the Bay Area. Not this weekend, but next weekend. I don't want to talk about it now until after I do it. So, but anyway, everyone, yeah, just come back uh, next time. So until then, be safe out there and party on. Yep. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Till next time, have fun, be safe, and we'll see you next time. Peace, society.